0: Yo, yo, this is Treezy.
1: And I'm Nyaleezy.
0: And we are the On-Ear Network.
1: You know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves, so we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts.
0: Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity.
1: The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel.
0: And grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories.
1: And of course, Kinda Movie Critics, which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV.
0: So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Now let's start the show.
0: When he took over, it was the most violent time in the Supreme Team. <laughs> From that way I know people getting thrown off the roofs, thrown out windows. It just came a time when certain people feel like, Certain people didn't deserve a block, street, or a corner, so that's like anything, you know what I'm saying? Only the strong survived, especially back then.
1: First of all, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take some of that perception because there's no question about it. I was, I was a criminal. I was selling drugs, you know what I'm saying? I was a drug dealer. Regardless of how much I changed, that's, the, that's my past. You know what I'm saying? But that being said, a lot of stuff they said was false. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. Could run but you can't hide forever from these streets
0: that we done took
1: you walking with your head down scared to look you shook cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks their friends
0: what it do what it do you know you know you know what's popular the fucking podcast is popular
1: period so
0: you see grams of snow is popular we hear your favorite uh drug dealer mafia gang related white collar crime political Teenage science Yep, teenage drug use, you know, all the criminal stuff that, all that, uh, shit. that is fun to talk about.
1: Just to talk about, though.
0: That's right, because you know the disclaimer, we don't do none of this shit that we're talking about. No. We just just like talking
1: about it. Yeah.
0: It means something in the ecosystem.
1: It does. Mm-hmm. It does. But Watching this episode, I felt like an old person. I'm sure we'll get into that, but... How? It made me really unhappy that, like... I felt like one of those black people who I hate to hear talk but
0: okay oh wait a minute black people that you hate to hear
1: talk yeah some of you niggas be coolin' too um, <laughs> but I'm watching this and hearing the glee in their voice about certain things and it's like why are you proud of this
0: ooh okay build on that oh real quick we talking about Supreme yeah. Team Nas's Supreme Team documentary on Showtime episode 2 I'm Treasy, that's 6 what's it next week I'm gonna I'm gonna come back in and I'm gonna do names next week Six. Okay, because we've been off that for a little bit, and if we get new listeners, they don't they may yeah. not know who we are. And
1: this show fits,
0: this show does fit. This show fits, so i I'm, I'm so. gonna come back with our drug dealer alias names yeah. next week. But uh, finish what you were saying,
1: like, I mean, jumping towards the end, I guess. But hearing Prince talk about how hip hop began to like emulate him and want to be like him and and tell his story, he sounded so proud of that. Um, hold on, who Gerald Prince? Oh, Prince, yeah.
0: I, I didn't get proud, but, I, but no, I'm but i not going to fight you.
1: The, his voice, like, yeah, you know, they they were talking about us. Like, you know, people would come in and ask me, was it about me? I'm like, yeah. Like, just...
0: All right, Six. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm, I got to push back a little bit. Is mm-hmm. it okay if I push back? I don't want to... I don't you want to. have finished my point, with. but go ahead. Oh, my apologies. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: my apologies. Um, just, he, like, just hearing his voice, it, it wasn't a... It wasn't a damn, you know, I did this. It was a... Yeah, you know, and again, not that he's happy he's in jail mm-hmm. and not that he's, I don't think that he's happy about the destruction he caused. Right. But that is what he did purposely. Um,
0: the destruction? Yeah. Yeah, he did. That,
1: that's what he did purposely. He did. And then you can't tell me that they weren't proud of their place in hip hop. And I mean, I guess that's not a bad thing to be proud of, knowing that you imprinted on something that 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 is, oh, I'm stuttering, hello. Yeah. That is that huge. Okay. But it's also like, Look what you did, though, right? When you're and then watching his and his wife is absolutely beautiful. My mm. God, that lady's gorgeous. Mm. But like, look what you had happen to her mm. and to your home. Yeah, your children were around you, and you were going to fix bikes and ended up getting shot at in my home or where my my chil- wife sleeps where my children play with their toys. <laughs> yeah, yep. um, shout out
0: to Godfather too.
1: And even that, right? Like how proud he was, and it wasn't Prince, but the other guy, I forget, how proud they were to be in the same spaces as John Gotti.
0: Oh, right. The dude like, Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nigga, look at what you did to your neighborhood. <laughs> like, and not yeah. only that, you will go out to places where you weren't at yet and give out crack. And I know that we talk about this show and other, and, you know, and, but I think a lot of times what we've been talking about has been fictional. Mm. So for this and to hear them talking about it and to see it and, Maybe I'm being a hypocrite and I I can wear that. But it's like, this is this episode just hit me funny. Like, oh y'all, y'all got y'all chest puffed out about it. Like the gentleman in the Louis Vuitton sweater, when he's talking about it, it's almost like, yeah, I did it, you know, and I and I took that bit and I told him I was scared. What else you got? Nigga, you know what oh, you right. did to your neighborhood. Right, 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 right. Do you know the destruction you caused? It's one and it's yeah. one thing when you have to do it, mm-hmm. right? It's another when you just really like it. And I think in my defense, we ain't dealt with a bunch of niggas who just liked it, who didn't have a way out of it.
0: What do you mean we we haven't dealt with it?
1: When we talk about BMF, right? Them niggas was broke. Okay. And again, we're talking about the fictional version of that story. But still, yeah. them niggas was broke. Franklin St. was broke. These niggas came from two-parent households. Yeah. I and mean... I get it. And I, and I get it, right? I'm not taking away from this ain't that. Yeah, as yeah. far as, you know, finding a way out. I right. understand that. But this just hit me weird. And, and I'm willing to wear the hypocrite hat for this episode. Because, like, and maybe the documentary is doing a really good job of showing me exactly what was happening. Yeah. But it's like, y'all just, y'all ain't got no remorse in your voice. And Maybe that's what's bothering me. No one mm. seemed, ain't nobody apologized. Ain't nobody said that it was something they wished they didn't have to do. And I get just tell the story. I get that. But it's like, yeah, y'all really happy to be here.
0: <laughs> so that's interesting that you get that, that you get happy to be here. I don't get that. Okay. I get, I get my life is full of regrets, but they are part of my history, unfortunately. Like whether I like it or not, mm-hmm. these are things that happen. So because I'm being asked about them, because that's what we don't see. We don't see people asking the questions. The questions. Yeah. Right. Or or the or the things, the conversations that are had in between questions that might raise like your excitement level about Fair. something, right? Fair. Like, we just kind of get the result of it. Um
1: and you probably have a better idea of that because it's what you do for a living, so. it, Correct. Yeah. It's what I do
0: for a living. Um so I don't I didn't I didn't take any of that as like just proud to be here. I took it like um I think if regardless of anything that you did, right? if something that you did, whether it was good or bad, permeated a whole nother billion dollar industry and was valuable within the context of that industry, there's there's going to be a sense of pride. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they built a machine, right? And that, that to me, that's why the first episode was so important because they actually gave vocabulary to that. Whereas like, when they talk about these other, when they talk about Italian criminal empires, organized crime and things like that, like they're like the vernacular around what the mafia does is so much more sophisticated than around what Al Poe and Rich Porter did. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a bunch of street nigger thugs. And it's like, no, 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 no. What they did was very complicated because if everybody could do it, everybody would do it, mm-hmm. right? Like we're talking about money. We're talking about greenbacks. I, don't, I, I think most people don't give a fuck about how, what they're doing affects their neighbor. That's just on any level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just on every level. Like, down to, like, down to, like, the person who lives in a neighborhood that doesn't keep their grass cutting shit, right? Like, I mean, that's a poor analogy, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is is that, like, you know, the, n- there is, there is micro-individualism within capitalism that... Uh, you know, what am I trying to say here, man? That, like, if everybody could do this, because the, the, people killing neighborhoods, they don't give a fuck about that. That's not just, like, a, a thing that, like, black people, that's just, like, a thing. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, people just don't give a fuck about how it affects their neighbors, man. So if everybody could do it, everybody would have done it. And that's the thing. is Everybody can't do it. And they can't do it to the level that people, like, the Supreme Team did it, which is nothing to be proud of because it's the drug industry but what you can be proud of is the economic infrastructure that you implemented to make this particular product work if that product was interchangeable and you said okay y'all were selling ballpoint pens as opposed to crack
1: yeah but they weren't i know right and i i guess i part of me understands how the italian civic league felt
0: oh i i for sure get how the italian like, civic league felt
1: well, for me, it wasn't, I guess, because I've never, I don't look at mafia movies and feel a way. Right. Right? Like, to me, I'm, I'm able to, because, wow, because they don't look like me, I don't take it as personally. It's a story. I don't think differently of Italian people because I watch The Sopranos, right? Like, yeah. this doesn't hit home to me. Mm. But I'm watching a bunch of black people, and maybe this is wildly unfair, but I'm black, so. But I'm watching this, and it's like. The story is important to tell. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking that at all. Um, Our stories deserve to be told just like anyone else's stories deserve to be told. This Mm -hmm. is what happened. This is what built our communities for good or for bad. Mm -hmm. This is part of our story. I get that. Mm -hmm. But I can see how back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s to even now, why there are groups of people who are like, yo, stop talking to these niggas. Stop listening to this music. Like, stop. Like." And that's where I feel like an old black. Right. Oh, okay. Like,
0: yeah. I'm with you then.
1: Because it's like, I get expression. Yeah. And I get you should be able to move how you, and I get what you're saying about uh-huh. if we take the crack away, but the crack is the point.
0: The crack is the, the, crack yeah, is the point. The crack is the
1: point. Right. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you were doing this, even if you, I'd be proud of scammers <laughs> right. because of stuff that they set up. Right. But, and it's one thing to not care about your neighborhood, when you don't live in it. These niggas lived off Linden. Yeah. These niggas went outside every day and saw what they were doing. Yeah. And you still just indifferent about it? Like, so, and again, maybe because this is the first time we've dealt with something documentary style Mm -hmm. versus the retelling of a story. Yeah. It's just like, hey, wait, this feels different. Like, what you mean? Right. And everyone's talking about it in this, I don't want to say gleeful, it's not the right word. But in this reverent sort of way, yeah. and it's like, no, you niggas fucked up an entire city, and I'm and I'm not and I'm in you you assisted in the fuck of entire city because yeah. then fucking white people did a lot more. If we're being honest, one that's how crack got there. Let's make it very plain. Well, yeah, I, am yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am not releasing any of that. I am mm. not releasing. Any of the things outside, I'm talking about what people who look like me and who I relate to did. I'm not talking about how it got there. I'm not talking about these cops killing black people. I'm not talking about the removal of opportunities like Eric Adams talked about how, you know, cleaning up the city really meant getting rid of niggas. Right. Right. Like, I get all that. What I'm saying is, me, personally, six, I, I would sell crack one time. Uh-huh. Cause then I would go outside and see somebody on the shit.
0: And it'll fuck you up. And be like,
1: I can't do that. Yeah. Or someone would break into my house if I was a man where my woman is mm-hmm. and now I'm begging someone to let her cover her body. Yeah. I can't do that no more. So like yeah. I'm like at what point does your humanity play a role?
0: Yeah, I think um that, that's I know I, I sound
1: horrible. I, and I and I don't No, you do, but
0: No, because because uh, see thank you for 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 being there because this is this is we always talk about accountability yeah we always talk about accountability with you know within our communities and it, we we're always trying to hold other people accountable for our communities see like i've gotten to this age maybe it's not an age thing because there's probably some people my age that don't feel this way but i've gotten to this place where it's like we got to stop looking at what everybody else is not doing or doing to us. And we have to look at the things that we can control.
1: Right. I you think know, that's why that, um, I'm sitting across from John Gotti shit pissed me off. Why is that white man your fucking bar? But, but, but <laughs> like, that's, but that, I get that too. That's a reflection of. You felt important because he was a big time gangster. My nigga, like he leaving his family just like you. Yeah. Like what you mean? Somebody fucking his bitch like they going to fuck yours. Like what are we talking about? <laughs> but that's the representation piece. But look at what you're trying to be like.
0: I know, I get it. Our our communities our communities are very fucked up. They're very fucked up. And then they're perpetuated by imagery and other things that help accelerate
1: the, And that's by the, design. I get it. I don't release completely. any of that. Yeah. But at some point, nigga, you are brilliant. Yeah. You just built a you built a model that literal companies have adopted. Mm-hmm. Like literally, when we go, when I go into like all hands meetings stuff and finances and stuff, yeah. they don't say it, but they pull yeah. from from gangster organizations right. and how they do things. Right. So you' are too smart to be so fucking dumb. Yeah. Well, you That's know. How the, I
0: know I'm getting old. Th- here's the other portion of who you are, but here's the other portion of it too that we don't really talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. These niggas was young
1: they were they were you know what i'm saying like okay. when, like when you yes. think about bring like alt rich bring Porter. Me back. they were like under 25 and they, shit yo they was in their teens bring me back thank you okay you yes. know what i mean me like
0: very impressionable teens man they were babies yeah prince was probably all of what like I, if he was more than thirty, I'd be surprised.
1: And if, even if he was, all he'd literally ever know—yeah,
0: his uncle had him in it forever, right? Okay. And, and but it, even even Supreme—I don't even—I don't think Supreme is ten years older than him. Okay. I think they're just kind of close to the same age. Well, with, within ten years of each other—that's how it feels. So I would imagine that Prince is probably in his mid twenties during this mm-hmm. during his time, mid to late twenties, and Supreme maybe may be about to hit forty. You know, when he's when, when, he's, when he's coming released, out of prison yeah. when he's coming out of prison. You know what I mean? And, and, and that was after doing eight. So that means you went in in your early 30s. Man, I... Man, listen, I'm just now starting to get to a place where I have under, like real good knowledge sense. of self. <laughs> Same. You know and what I mean? I had 120.
1: Well, a long time ago, and I'm just getting good sense. You see sense. what I'm saying? Yeah. So
0: that's the other portion of it, too. It, it, a lot of me thinks that's where our community goes wrong is in the That's education. not in our
1: community. That That's all of them. Just other places, they have a bigger cushion because they have years of building those relationships. I want to make that very clear. I, I White agree. people are crazy, too. But they've had years, their parents have had years to build these relationships and cushions yeah. that we don't have.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and thank you for saying that. Like, for me, you know, I, I say our because I have experience with the black community. I don't have that mm-hmm. experience with a whole bunch of other communities.
1: I went to a white high school and them kids was fucking crazy. Okay. And they yeah. never seemed to get in trouble.
0: Yeah. I mean, I went to a high school that was pretty mixed. You know what I'm saying? I had probably about the same amount of black as white.
1: Worked yeah, I mean, at bars and clubs and B dubs and yeah. all that shit and seeing why people lose their fucking minds and nothing happened.
0: Yeah. Uh let me clarify where I graduated from. Where I the in, in Burke Burnett, Texas, it was oh, nice. damn near all white.
1: Really? No, yeah, I lived in a I lived in a part of Texas. Oh, you live in a sundown town, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, no, I didn't live in a sundown town, but I went to school in one and it was definitely a um it was definitely a high population of white people over black. And and I agree, you know, that like you know the same issues that we have in our communities. You know, look at the opioid era. This this opioid situation. Mm-hmm. It's exposing that, like, okay, this like drugs is not a black problem. No. Like, blood, like drugs is a people addict. like getting high. <laughs> yeah, it's a user issue. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a you know it's an addict.
1: And addiction is, is non discriminatory
0: There you go. Yeah. Um, but but for some reason that was that was that was left from the press releases <laughs> right. in this time. So. The biggest thing that happened, that seemed to happen in this episode that gave a lot of context to where everything went wrong was the killing of Edward Burns. Yep. Okay, the Let old folks officer.
1: tell it. That's what started all of this craziness.
0: See, I had no idea.
1: I've heard that story, not a lot, mm-hmm. but it watching this made me call my Uncle Spence. I remember him, and my dad, telling me this story before. Okay. Um, and I called him and asked him about it. And he was like, yeah, that's when cops really lost. He was like, before it was, you stay away from cops, stay away from you. Mm. He was like, but after that white boy got killed in New York, mm-hmm. shit went left. Yeah. He was like, every cop, everywhere was pissed.
0: That's how they're painting it. So, yeah. so Pappy Mason, who like I said, Nas at Rhyme has has talked about Pappy Mason a lot in his he's referenced him a lot in mm-hmm. his career. You know what I mean? Um
1: ruined everybody's fucking life. He
0: ruined the streets, bro. Pappy Mason single handedly ruined the streets, bro.
1: That's what happens when you don't listen.
0: Yeah. And we
1: talked about that before, how order keeps everybody safe. Hierarchies are important. Do, some niggas got to do what they told. Yeah, very much. Like.
0: Very much. Man, but while we're speaking on that, man, um, and this just shows the power of growth too uh, with Nas. You know, he used to reference Pappy Mason in a way of like admiration. Mm. And then he has, one of my favorite Nas's albums, one, one of my favorite, that sounded crazy. One of my favorite Nas albums is... The Nigga album, the N, right, Uh-huh. came out like 2008. Yeah, nobody talks about it, but it, it has some amazing songs. He has he has this song called "We Are Not uh, We're Not Alone," where basically he's kind of like paralleling the existence of Black people to like aliens.
1: Okay. It's
0: very deep. He has that. He has a joint called Fried Chicken. He has a joint called Project Roach. It's just very like to me. The N album was to Pimp a Butterfly before to Pimp a. Bu- that was like the the space that made way to for to pimp a butterfly okay. Kendrick, kendrick's album 2015 okay um but nas has a line in we're not alone this is my favorite nas line of all time dog but it just shows his growth cuz that that album was very you can tell he started getting really really getting into like teachings of like firecon and the nation during the n album you know okay. what i'm saying but he said uh he had a line where he said i used to worship a certain queen's police murderer then I read the words of Ivan Van Sertema. He inserted something in me that made me feel worthier. Now I spit revolution. I'm his hood interpreter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like to me, it's one of it's one of my favorite Nas lines because in, in those, I think that's about four bars, he shows you the evolution. The evolution of somebody who praised what he saw in the streets. Grow out of it. To growing out of that with knowledge itself. You know what I'm saying? By reading and by getting more cultured and more studied and and abroad and traveling more. You know, we're talking about Nas in 2008 was already rich for 20 years at this point. Well, no, that's about, he was about close to about 15 years. You know what I mean at that point? Um, So that's the part that we're not really given the grace of we're not given the grace of like the ability to change our perspectives. You know, like it really feels like black culture gets held to a an adult standard a lot quicker than everybody else. Absolutely. You know, um because I agree with you, man. They, they they I mean, listen, man, we all have families that have been either directly ruined or ruined adjacently. Mhm. Because of the crack era mm-hmm. You know what I mean Whether it's You know Whatever it is Whether it's it, You know It's the cause of a single family household You know Whether you lost a, a a relative to it You know what I'm saying Whether there's two relatives That don't speak to each other Because of something that happened Back right. in the crack era You know what I'm saying We're we're all We all have An adjacent story About how that shit fuck, Fucked up our community or, or Specifically our families So I don't want to by any means give a man free, you know, free prints, free preem. I'm not on that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, they whatever. But when I look at like man's got six consecutive life sentences plus 20 years.
1: That's insane. They that got acquitted wild. on every murder murder charge, but they did that for drugs. For drugs. That's insane. Bro. That's insane.
0: Six consecutive life sentences plus 20 years, which is petty as fuck, mm-hmm. right? For
1: drugs. Drugs. That's insane.
0: Yeah, that's wild.
1: You that's violent. Like but that's you, the, took daddy, that's you took somebody's daddy. You took somebody's husband. You took someone's child that's over it. drugs.
0: George Jung claimed to be the biggest cocaine trafficker in the 70s, working directly with Pablo Escobar.
1: Nigga outside,
0: he's completely outside right now. Martin Scully, the the child, the, the the weird
1: old white boy. He bought that
0: Mutang tape, Wu-Tang album. Fucking uh crony capitalism in the pharmaceutical markets. I was literally, on. literally, this got out recently. Christ right? just got out. Did less than did less than five years, six.
1: Yeah. Where he, I don't want to say. Well, no, he did affect more people, and a broader range of people. You see what I'm saying? He affected people they should have cared about.
0: A whole J.P. Morgan boat with fentanyl. About to say y'all keep asking about that boat, and
1: I want y'all to understand something. (laughs) That boat, again, I'm a a tenfold hat. It's a lot of wars happening. Yeah, that America has given a lot of money to. Yeah, and we keep saying we broke, but a couple years ago, J.P. Morgan had a bunch of coke on a boat, and then you never heard about it again. Ever again. Teddy is in the streets, baby. That. Where'd it happen to the boat? You heard about all these fentanyl deaths. That's where the boat is, baby. Stop asking that silly question. Yeah, J. P. Morgan ain't. They got Teddy out here. That's it. Yeah, that's all you. They they
0: bagged it up and put it on the streets. That's what happened.
1: That's that's literally it. That's it. Where you think niggas got fentanyl from? Niggas ain't certain shit that we just ain't got access to, baby. And fentanyl is one of them.
0: We don't make fentanyl here. We don't. There's no hood in America that makes fentanyl.
1: You have to fit like no.
0: Yeah, we don't even know how. We probably don't even know how to fucking weigh it properly. To because you need so fucking ship. little. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So th- it doesn't happen in the hoods. No. It happens. It happens in, in...
1: very sophisticated labs and gets shipped out already packaged. Yes.
0: And people do business with each other on various levels. Yeah. And and then like just like you know every just like every just like the military right? It's like the the war ain't really happening on the front lines, right? It ain't really the people that are in these places. The war is happening you know, on a couch. Like, the enemies are sitting in the same room talking to each other, sitting on the phone talking to each other. And they're, you know, they're making their decisions but everybody on the ground level is dying. The
1: war is happening on the stock market.
0: Yeah, dog. It's happening on a ticker. And that's the part that, like, that's that's the part that I just wish people would open their eyes to because then we would start realizing that it's not a war.
1: The casualties are for show.
0: Man, talk about it. But, the the real problem to me comes in the dissension between us and our neighbors cuz you get to hate in somebody behind the ideology of what they stand for as opposed to the person itself you know because it's like sir you get you you want this you got a problem with this drug dealer that sell crack but you got a whole italian heroin dealer in in your shit
1: well that's just racism baby that's
0: I know, but
1: that's that's what you gotta. That's that's what it is.
0: Yeah, see, those people just gotta open their eyes too and just you realize they get playing. You played can't like fix
1: things. a racist. That you have to let that go. Yeah, you can. I love that for you. It should be wanting to reach back and thinking you can solve it, but you you.
0: Uh, well, it's not that you can solve it. I. I, I There's just been a
1: racist like person and someone who has been raised in a way that they practice racism. Yeah. I think that's how I want to say that. 'Cause I, I've met people who I have seen, I mean I'm not super close to none of them, but I've met people I've seen evolve out of mm-hmm. um some racist habits, mm-hmm. right? Just because all oh, they knew. Right. And they see, like you said, see more of the world and go, Oh, yeah. I don't really even feel like this. Yeah. I was simply taught yeah. this. But then there are also some who feel that way. Like, no, nah, this is me. Let them go. Yeah. i you don't you don't have the time on the planet to deal with them. You got other things to do. Yeah, I don't know. Worry about your people.
0: I mean, that that's probably a better use of your time. And
1: if you want to include the people who also want to worry about your people, who happen to be of a different race and mm-hmm. who are already there, sure. But the motherfuckers who say very no, nah, I don't fuck with y'all. Okay, cool. I'm worried about my folks. Yeah. That's just my my ministry.
0: I get you. I I mean, I think it's, you know, I I think it takes a lot of different departments to fight
1: War. Oh yeah, wars fought like, on many fronts. I'm not in the education front. Yeah, how about that? I'm that not. That makes more sense. Yeah, I, my ministry sense. is not teaching people yeah. how to stop being stupid. Yeah. I don't have the. I'm the wrong person to but, do that. But
0: those people are valuable.
1: No, you they're know, not. It, it, yes, they are. People. I don't need to ever come across them because to me, no, they're not. They're fucking in my way. Yeah,
0: yeah that's. I mean, that's that's very keep me out the schoolhouse.
1: But. I yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> I'm, like you be thinking
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I, well, not like.
0: Here's here's the part that I have trouble with six. That you're very intelligent.
1: I am dismissive of racist people, yes. Mm. Yes. Absolutely.
0: So you're too intelligent to be dismissive of, of racist, racist people?
1: people? Yes. No, I I think no, I no, no, wait. Okay. I'm just wait. Yeah. <laughs> you have never heard me talk off this mic if you think that I give a damn about that. I
0: but but that's that's the part that's the part to me that it it baffles me. It baffles me because they're. And I'm not saying you gotta like go out of your way and care about them, but like.
1: I'm indifferent. I'm extremely yeah, I, indifferent. I can, and I respect that. Yeah, it's indifferent. It's not, I respect. I'm being dramatic here. Oh, okay. I am okay. indifferent. I don't care either way. If you live, die, okay, cool. I don't. Just stay okay. over there. Got it. Okay. If you can come around here, I think you got some sense. Got it. And if you don't, just stay over there. I promise you, I ain't coming over there with you. Yeah. So you're gonna have to come to me. And if you choose to come over here, <laughs> Right. act right. And if you don't, I don't care if you come over here or not. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm being dramatic. Like, it's it's pure indifference. Okay. Like, whatever you do, okay, cool. I'm worried about what's happening over here. That makes sense. If you find yourself over here, we can discuss it then. Mm. We can get you the fuck out of here. But if you over there being that, mm. that's your business, dude. I don't find myself in those spaces. <laughs> like, I don't care. Mm. So
0: So Edward Burns gets killed.
1: Yes. And because then, Pappy Mason's a
0: douche. Because Pappy Mason's a dummy. Um... Okay, so out of that comes federal attention mm-hmm. to drug H-fucking-w. problems. <laughs> yeah, to the drug issues in in urban America.
1: Urban America, yeah.
0: Right. So they form the T. Uh, that's where TNT, the Technical Narcotics Team. Okay, that's it. Gets formed because of the nat- the federal attention to you know drugs in inner cities. Right. Um,
1: Even before that. Fucking Giuliani, well, because that's this happened. Where to next. Yeah, this that it became federal because p- niggas were smart, and the state can't try you twice. Right, the state did so much fuck shit that they had to throw out a bunch of stuff. Mm. But the feds can try it again, and the fed, you know, HW gets to say that he's big on crime. He get again back to what you just said. Getting older is realizing that politics is simply a game of look what I can do. Right, because like all HW, he just ran on being tough on crime, and this was a perfect way for him to prove it. It's literally all it was because he had a crackhead son at the time. <laughs> like, is, it's let's call like a Biden, thing a thing. Um, oh, huh? it's, no. it's kind of like Biden now, right? About to say, I would like that. Oh, that was Biden, like, yeah. no, Lil Bush was like here smoking that pipe too. Yeah. But yes, it's, it's a pattern,
0: yeah. And that seems to be, I mean, they kind of spelled it out here. Giuliani. Well, for, it was Ed Koch first. Ed, Ed, I think Ed Koch was mayor when Edward Burns got killed. And if I'm not mistaken, no, denote. Uh... No, it was Ed Koch. I'm almost positive it was Ed Koch because because he took they they said he took thirteen thousand uh, dollars out of his campaign money. To
1: he wasn't mayor though.
0: I'm almost positive. So okay, if he wasn't mayor, he might have been running up against Deacons because I think Deacons.
1: Because it Deacons was...
0: was before Giuliani.
1: It was D-somebody. It might be that.
0: Yeah, something Deacons.
1: Dinkins. Uh, Dinkins, something Dinkins, like that. Yeah. That's who They're they were Dinkins. saying. It's not his um, city anymore. Okay. Because they felt more... Things were more fair, they felt like, under him. And they were comparing Giuliani to him in that way.
0: No, they were... They, no, they were talking about... They were talking about... Okay, if you're talking about from the police perspective
1: no no, not police perspective oh, okay
0: okay the people yes yeah yeah yeah. they were yeah, saying yeah.
1: it's not Dinkin City and some more or something like that right right yeah
0: and I and I'm almost I feel like Dink, Dinkins was a Democrat. I almost feel like he was a Democrat
1: Probably.
0: um so that seems to be the two different the, the differences in the platforms with Democrat, like modern Democrats and Republicans is that like um Republicans are very law and order. You know, they're very pro...
1: Which is so hypocritical it's so funny.
0: It's crazy because it's, it's, it's wild. But that that's their strategy is like, you know, give... Law
1: and order for niggas. Get... Control the niggers.
0: Pretty much. That's yeah. pretty much it, man. You know, we want our cities clean. We got to be tough on crime, which I respect, you know, tough on crime. You know what I'm saying? But but tough on crime within...
1: It's coded language for get rid of the niggas, though.
0: See, that's the part that I don't respect.
1: Right. right. Like, if, like... if you really were just being... Tough on crime and tough does not have to mean super punitive, right? Like, tough on crime can mean that you are enforcing babies going to school. Tough on crime can mean that you are enforcing fair wages, can mean that you are enforcing clean neighborhoods, even, right? Like, because I think there was something done in Miami where they had the study that a neighborhood that was constantly kept clean had less issues. Mm -hmm. People felt more proud of it and didn't want to fuck it up, Mm -hmm. right? There's
0: that's psychology,
1: right? They're tough on crime. Of course, there may be punitive things that happen, mm-hmm. but it doesn't always mean lock these motherfuckers up. Yeah. And if it was just crime, that was the baseline. Sure. Yeah. I'd like my kids, and you know what, if I ever have any, to go outside and be able to go out to the street light. When I go outside, I say, hey, bring your ass home. Because, right. yell real loud, they can, like my parents did. Mm-hmm. But tough on crime in this instance, like I think it was an ex police officer who said, it just meant get rid of the Negroes. Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised to let him say that, by the way.
0: With Negroes? Yeah. I mean, they had a whole Negro league.
1: No, I'm talking about... It's just seeing an old white person say Negro don't do something to you because like. Like I
0: know what you want
1: to ne- say. No, you're making me only nervous. Only because
0: only because Negro was like it the right to be word. The back right then. word. Okay. For, to, fair. When you weren't trying to be fair. You know uh, when saying? you're old. Okay. That's fair. why I bought up the Negro leagues because it's like okay. you know, the, okay. like there was a whole league that. And we his name was like seventy. Yeah. So that
1: probably was the nice word. Yeah. When he was, okay. Fair, fair, if you fair, say Negro. No, he something said like Negro. That, he said yeah, Negro.
0: is a whole different. has a whole different bracket. You're right. You're right. Um. Yeah, man, it gets complicated, man, because all right, so we're fresh off of reviewing we own this city. Mm-hmm. Okay. They took initiatives to be tough on crime, but what happened is you had a you had basically rogue police officers. That yes, they were they were catching criminals, but they were going overboard,
1: and they were creating criminals in some instances.
0: Yeah, they. Were, I mean, yeah, a lot of making things they were doing up. was sparking crime. Yeah, or they were shit making shit
1: up. shit up. Yeah, right.
0: So, so it's just a weird place, man. Because I don't believe that, like, I don't believe that all police activity is specifically geared towards black people or people of color. I believe it becomes more casualty of because it's an e- because because of the understanding barrier like like the cultural barriers like like yo if niggas is just crowded around a building that doesn't mean they're selling drugs but you don't know that see so it be- so so that's where it kind of becomes a weird place but also also like
1: <sighs> funny story while you think of it yeah funny story about that yeah. i have a friend who's a federal police officer in mm-hmm. D.C. And he said when he was young in his career that he went to answer a domestic violence call and there were black people and his partner at the time was middle-aged and white. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to the woman and his partner's talking to the man. And the man's very worked up and he hears, and he's calming the woman down, but he hears like his partner getting loud and like probably about to tase this man. Mm-hmm. And he's, cause he's asking him, are you okay? Are you good? Can I let you go? He's like, I'm Gucci, I'm Gucci, I'm Gucci. That white man didn't realize that I'm Gucci meant I'm good. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. So they're having an escalation. He has to go explain to him. Him saying I'm Gucci means he's good. Relax. like, So even just that, right? Like you were saying the cultural thing or even like I was saying, who do you see humanity in immediately? Yeah. You know? Right, there you go. So when you're out in a heated situation, if I'm... I feel safest in rooms full of black people. I don't care what's happening in the room. Yeah. The same if a, a bunch of screaming, yelling is going on and it's black people, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be fine. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, what the fuck these people do? I'm like, all right. But if I'm in a room full of white people and that's happening, because I don't know their cultural norms yeah. and because I'm othered, right? I respond differently. So I'm, duh, when a cop does it and they feel heated or they feel quote unquote afraid, right? they see much less humanity in us. Very much. Because they don't they don't see themselves in us.
0: Very much, yeah. It's, it's it's that it's that cultural barrier. I mean, like, how many times have you heard? Have you heard people maybe speaking another language, say like Chinese or mm-hmm. Russian, right, or German?
1: And thought they of, were pissed.
0: Thought they were mad. Yeah. It's right. Like, no,
1: they're just that's how just, you talk. Yeah. That's,
0: there's just, there's a lot of like
1: a good language for that is Vietnamese.
0: Yes, it sounds very aggressive. Yeah. This is a lot of sharp, they could be
1: saying, "Oh my God, I love you so much." And yeah. Then it's super gushy, but it sounds very it aggressive. It sounds yeah.
0: wild. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and that that's the part, that's the part that makes life as human beings very complicated. You know what I mean, because like I don't, I just don't think, I don't think the majority of situations that we call racism are actually racism. I think that they're just like the six is making a face, making a treesy, Don't go down this path, face.
1: Please don't bring you down here.
0: Yeah. Anyway. I love I, you deep. I, I just think that, like, it's, I know where you' been going with this. It's it's, a, it's just a lot of cultural nuance, man. And like, I think I think pinning it all as racism is just it's just low hanging fruit. It's very low hanging fruit, and it doesn't it doesn't go towards solving a problem. We got to call it racism when it's actually racism, and fix the other problems that it comes from. Which it may they may be rooted in racism and how they how they were raised, but it doesn't mean it's it's a, a byproduct of it you know what I mean
1: I saw a tweet one time mm-hmm. and she had turned off the ability to answer or retweet it I'm very proud of her mm-hmm. but she basically was saying how part of America's problem is that this many different cultural and ethnic groups aren't supposed to be living together
0: bingo well it's not that they're not supposed to no no we're
1: not so. supposed to okay it's, it's too right. much going on like you just said yeah, it's yeah. too much yeah it's too much going on yeah I don't I think about that, and I don't know if I agree or disagree, but I see the point, and I see where it's going. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: De facto segregation is a real thing for a real reason.
1: Like, you know? if when you look at other cultures that are more... Other places that are more homogenous, yeah. they have less problems until people insert themselves in the homogeny. I wanted to say this correctly, because it's, it's not my fault if I go somewhere and... Um, Someone treats me poorly. So I should be allowed to visit, but the Netherlands. Okay. The Netherlands is known for being, or, or Sweden. Okay. Known for being neutral. Not even just that, being a great place to live. Super happy, super great place. It's a very, very, very much majority white. They got their shit, but yeah. Right. They're, but overall, a great place to live. Yeah. The only people who are having an issue are the super small population of black people. And the comments they make are, it's just um, microaggressions or things, but they don't have the same issues that we have because we are trying to fit and cater to everyone here, as far as laws, as far as cultural norms, as far as celebrations, as far as how we deal with each other. Whereas if you go to Sweden, you have to be okay with this, because mm. this is who we are. So swedes live here right if you choose to go be a swede okay but in america it it touts itself as this mix this melting pot of, of places come one come all that doesn't make any sense yeah, well, and I like mean, you just said hmm. and like people make I, we see you see more humanity people who look like you that's not you can't you can't evade that yeah. you can unlearn it sure but your first your snap instinct right you know what i mean so it's just, the tweet gave me something to think about. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with you. Sure. It, no, it's, but it's it was definitely like, huh.
0: Yeah. I I, I mean, I don't, I, I definitely see. It needs more nuance to it. It, but, it needs more nuance. But yeah. I, I get the sentiment for sure. Like, yeah. you know, I think putting putting a bunch of people with different backgrounds and ideologies and ways of thinking all together. Cultural place,
1: values even. Like yeah, basic values, values.
0: right like right. Like these, these people take their shoes off when they come in the house. These people don't. Like this is very simple, something yeah. like that. But like doing all of that without any proper like any proper introduction to it like hey you know you it's man it it's a respect thing I think, man like
1: no because if you think about it, even native tribes did not live together. Yeah. They stayed separate. I mean, I I get
0: what you're saying. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to argue against that. Like yeah. America's whole marketing strategy is bring me your. You basically like the word to, today? Like, yeah. Well, because it's that's it's the thing. <laughs> it was
1: just a callback to you being mean to me. Earlier. I was being mean to you earlier. I'm being dramatic, Ron. Oh my god! You get to be dramatic up here, but I don't when think do I, again. When am Mr. I ever dramatic? Hello. When am I ever
0: dramatic up here?
1: I'm about to call your name. Please yeah, you can like, call my name, Tremaine. Yeah. Please. What? Enough. All right, I'm gonna let you have it. I, oh, thank you. Uh-huh, I know.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, now that's that's the whole that's the whole you know what I mean. That's the whole appeal. That's the whole advertising agency of America is yo bring me bring me your hungry. Basically, bring me the, the trashest niggas you got <laughs> that want to get off your shit and I'm and a, bring I, them here
1: and I'm gonna make some money off you
0: them. know what I'm saying and, and and we gonna you know we gonna give them. A, it's Lord of the Flies over here, man. You ever, you, you familiar with Lord of the
1: Flies, right? Familiar, but never seen it or read it. You never read it's it. It's on my list for this year, though. It's. I it's, bought the book already.
0: To me, it's the book that explains
1: America. I'm afraid to read it. Not afraid. I'm doing this thing where I do not. I spent a long time reading a lot of nonfiction and engulfing myself and educating myself about things. And yeah. even the TV I watch, like I don't watch a bunch of true crime anymore. Listen to the podcasts and stuff. It's just. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm taking a break from reading stuff like that, or mm-hmm. stuff that relates too much to how life is happening now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not watching *Handmaid's Tale*, right? Okay. Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not watching *Black Mirror*. I'm just not doing it. Okay, got it. So when I am in a space where I can do that again, the first thing on my list is *Lord of the Flies*. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's very interesting. I mean, I don't I don't think it explains totally what's wrong with America, but it explains a very a very, you know, important issue in America, which is, you know. A bunch of kids on an abandoned island—not really abandoned island, Mm -hmm. yeah—but Lord of the Flies, it was an abandoned island. America was not an abandoned island. Thank you. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's that's what I'm trying to get at. But um, what happens when there is no order? When there's no order amongst new territory of people, and new and rules need to be established. You know, it's very—it's just very primitive. You know, and then and then somebody gets this idea and says, "Hey, listen, we need to put some structure to it." And then just like there's one person that's saying it needs to put some structure to it. There's somebody else saying, well, nigga, why are you the one that gets to put the structure to it? Yeah. And then that causes, you know, the 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 you know the original sin there, the original dissension. Yeah. And then everything sort of just builds outside of that, you know. Um, it's, it's just very interesting, man. Like, yeah. So America, the whole science experiment of America, it's, you it's know. Failure. I mean, I don't know. To feel you know, only time will tell.
1: We ain't you know. got time. What you mean? Time is told. I,
0: I just can't be this pessimistic, six. I just can't. I'm sorry. Uh, I know. I get it. I get it.
1: And you know, I I need to work on that because I don't view that as pessimism.
0: Yeah, you need to work on that. Because for me, it's
1: just like, no, that's what ha- that's what's happening. Like, okay, like.
0: But that's from our perspective, it's not like we no don't... these
1: are the facts of what's happening. My perspective is much different than what I'm saying. This is what's happening
0: what's ha- that America's fa- failing
1: we are a failed state yes
0: I don't no 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 what, what what's what's your barometer in saying we're a failed
1: state? The value of your currency, your stock market counts into that, the happiness meter of your people and the there's an anarchy scale that we have gone um we have gone towards authoritarian like we are we are by definition of world leaders like two points away from a failed state. I'm not making that part up. Well, well who, who There's like an a,
0: example of an unfailed state.
1: An un, I don't know if, oh, or of it. Unf- an a successful state. Sweden.
0: You keep bringing up Sweden. Cuz I know why, that I'm right
1: about it. Why, like Why do you,
0: why do you feel like they're successful?
1: Uh their currency, the happiness of their people, their health rates, their um birth mortality rates um education, things like that. All those things matter. Hmm. Crime rates.
0: I mean, I know some people that live in Sweden that say otherwise.
1: I'm sure, right? But overall, the scale that is given to the uh, the UN and powers that be, how's that? The scale that I am able to access is pro- someone who doesn't live in Sweden and without any attachment to someone who does live there.
0: Right. How's so, that? Yeah, then, I mean, that thats that's, you know. That's the reported admirable. the
1: reported facts See, about it. So they to be careful about that. Well, the reported facts about America say it fails, right. and I also live here and agree. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: but it, it's it's a specific perspective though, like because there's there's some people that probably look at America and is like, no, this this is especially think about where they may have come from,
1: right? That doesn't make this not a failed place. Just because it's better than where you came from doesn't mean that this is not to a failed place. Like that's uh, not. It's complicated. Better isn't always right. Like if if I come from absolutely nothing, getting a – what's the saying? A starving man will eat anything? Something like that?
0: I mean, I get the sentiment. Yeah.
1: So like it doesn't – if you come from a – I don't even like – I live in America, so I don't feel right calling someplace Third World when Skid Row exists. (laughs) Right? Like when the Great Bridge in Seattle exists. (laughs) Like who am I to call another – like I've been to Portsmouth. Right. You know what I mean. So I don't want to say any place is third world, but coming from that to this, I'm sure that in comparison for that, sure. But the facts say this, and that's what I'm going off of when I call America a failed state. And I live here.
0: I, I just think it's complicated, I, but I but I get it. We're not here to argue the semantics of you know where America stands in terms of a you know of an empire. Um,
1: the Ottoman. Close to come to an end, my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they all fall.
1: Yeah, so, it's supposed to happen every two hundred fifty years. If we're being honest, and it's been over four hundred years. Like, yeah, we're overdue.
0: We're overdue. Um, all right. So Giuliani gets introduced to the ecosystem.
1: Fucking Giuliani.
0: And you know that's where stopping Frisk comes from. I mean, he was tough on organized crime. I mean, he pretty much single handedly got rid of organized crime in New York. You know, which is, you know, that's just interesting. You know what I mean? It's interesting that he set his sights on on the mafia. Uh and he set his sights on on pe- you know what he considered petty level crime, right? Uh the you know people on the streets and
1: And it's always funny their reasoning because if you catch them it'll lead to bigger stuff.
0: They're Hell. not wrong. They're not wrong. It's it's not wrong, it's just not it, doing it that way you're going to have a lot of casualties
1: that don't need to be casualties. It's but an it's unintelligent way to do it. Maybe it's what I mean, right? Because if I catch a runner, the runner's weak anyway. they going to give up who they give up. I find this cool. But to catch a runner, you got to do shit like stop and frisk. To catch a runner, you got to harass people, right? It's just a really unintelligent way. And I think that there are several reasons that the cops should want their communities to trust them. And some reasons can be nefarious, yeah. right? Like if I trust a police officer, I might say when something's going down. Yeah. Right, not only can you police better and everyone's more comfortable, but you can also get what you need. Mm-hmm. But instead, you have created this community where everybody hates y'all, and now you constantly have to be on guard mm-hmm. instead of just. But again, we know that cops exist to protect property, not peoples. So what the fuck am I talking about?
0: Yeah, right. it's complicated, and the, and the, and and there's not really an intelligence standard for it to be Clearly. police officers. You know, you can
1: have um, a fucking GED and do it.
0: So there's not an intelligence standard. So so you're going. So just by sheer numbers, it's the same thing with the drug game, right? People get into the drug game because they want to make money. There's some 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 people get into the police game because they want to make money. You man. know what I'm saying? Or you know, or some of them are God country people. You know, there, it's just it's, this shit is just so nuanced, man. That's why it's like, you know, it's just the older I get, the more I realize that like yo, fam, the the really the only real enemy. The, the, are the people that get paid on both on both sides of these arguments you know um you know that's why for, for me capitalism becomes the bigger problem than anything because it's like it's the thing it's the thing that guides all of this shit but gets a chance to stand back and say but capitalism is good what are you talking about like why like what you don't want to make money you say that to anybody who's like a capitalist oh so what you want to be a communist it's like that's not the fucking
1: no. and People say that, and it's like actually, yeah, uh, I do. The, like, what? Because people can't ever tell you why communism is bad, right? It's like, oh well, you know, they're just really bad places. Why? Tell me why.
0: Well, well, six. You don't, you don't believe in big government, right?
1: I don't know, if I'm being honest.
0: Oh, okay. You believe in big government? Well, so I don't know. Okay.
1: I don't know if i be- if I'm well, being if honest and fair.
0: If you don't believe in big government, you do not want communism.
1: I'm a, that's why i don't know i right. know what big government is right i'm saying i'm i don't know i don't know
0: well think because about because
1: there are times where i want the government to step in there are some things i think like i i want nationalized um electricity in the country i want um electricity yeah i want nationalized gas things like that like there are certain things that yeah but then there's other places where i don't and i know that it can't be like that so that's why i say i don't know yeah Right If well, I'm being fair, I well, don't know
0: so I just wish more people would say that, right? because like there's a lot of solutions that get thrown around that people are very sure that this is the solution, and it's like you don't know, yeah, you don't know. like you don't have all the statistics, you don't have all the data. you know, you don't have all the information that shows where it's where this thing that you're talking about is a is not good. and <laughs> the stuff good, that you
1: know? I do have lets me know that the the way that things currently are, currently are the way that things currently exist i could not trust it to switch over to that and the alternative means and what i think is going to happen anyway calling pessimists for it but for things to be rebuilt in all their glory and to be more beautiful they have to be destroyed first Mm -hmm. and then that saying that i welcome destruction i don't welcome destruction right and to say that that we could have a well-meaning and good big government communist government would take a lot of undoing, a lot of undoing, a dramatic yeah. undoing. And I don't know that I want that either. And I think that I am used to some of the luxuries that government not being so close on, right? Like if I'm okay with big government, that means I'm probably have to be okay with whatever is decided about worse weight. Exactly. You see what I mean?
0: You know, whatever exactly. is
1: decided. Um, yeah, exactly. So You relinquish
0: all power at that point.
1: And that means I have to be able to trust who I put there. And America and has, shown. has right. You see what I mean. You so it would take this very great undoing yeah. that I don't believe will happen. If I'm being honest, well, that's that's like the problem. I don't with believe everything, could though. happen.
0: How's that? Yeah, that that's the problem. See, that's where it's like it's just weird, man. Because this is where it's funny. See, when you say that, that is that quote unquote is a conservative mindset, which is I don't want big government in my shit. Right, like. It's just weird, man. It's just like, it's just, it's reduced down to jerseys when it's like both sides have really good points. You know, I do not, history has shown me as a black man that I do not trust the government. I I cannot trust the government who is trying to take away rights, effectively take away rights from women. Mm -hmm. I can't trust the government that does that. Right. So, therefore, I don't want to put any decisions in government's hands. However, there are some things, there are some people, and there are, you know, there are specifically people that need assistance. You know, there's people that are born with disabilities. Mm-hmm. There are people that, you know, you know, they're just born at a disadvantage.
1: And there are certain things that shouldn't be private. Like, look what's happening in Texas with their energy, with mm-hmm. their power grid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, you can't have a hybrid. I guess in a perfect world, it's a hybrid of some sort. But then, what's the hybrid, right? Who decides which is what? So that's why I don't know. Yeah. I don't know because I know that what I'm saying is, I would have to put on the the pinkest of rose colored glasses to think yeah. that what exists in my head could happen. I'd have to be delusionally optimistic to say out loud what I think is probably the best way to do it. Mm. So,
0: yeah, it's, it's just it's all complicated. Like even the, even the go green shit, it's like. Okay, we're switching from what from fossil fuels to lithium batteries. Where do these lithium? Ba- where does lithium come from? Okay, so okay. so we're just talking about raping another resource like here. Talk about colonialism. That's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't solve. It doesn't solve the issue of the earth. You know what I'm saying? Which it doesn't is the solve real that. issue. Yeah. That's the real issue. It just it just trans it just trans transposable you know transposes the the equity you know what i'm saying from out of the fossil fuel old money niggas to the new lithium niggas that have put themselves in a certain position you know what i mean it's 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 a whole new regime <laughs> you know switching of the guard here oh so it's just like you know that that for me is like the thing. Is is it's just hard to get behind initiatives because I understand behind these initiatives are nefarious people, people that will you know, people that but will. I'm a
1: pessimist, huh? But I'm a pessimist.
0: Well, that's realism. Yeah. Also, oh, when you do it, it's realism. When I do it, it's pessimism. I know. I know. Well, but but okay, the difference is is I don't think that there's no. I don't think that there's. It's not hopeless to me. It's it's very simple it's in my brain in my music little man brain it's simple just stop believing in other people to do it for you right just believe in yourself and the people that you know are capable of doing it don't stop putting stop putting blind allegiance into
1: people politicians need to be, people need to be led that's never going to happen people desire leadership Well that's communities do best when they are led communities cannot function when they don't have leadership
0: I'm, I'm not saying no leadership i'm saying don't put your leadership into a person that you don't even know their values as a person so just you because know anyone's
1: values as a person until it's, no
0: you, you okay. know certain people that you know you know their values
1: yeah but they can't what so they lead 10 people at a time then you got like groups of 10 people being led that's that's ridiculous too I I mean it's
0: it's definitely the long way. It's definitely the the. the Is it's,
1: it's an it's not a it's not a good way because you you would just end up with a greater volume of disagreement. I don't see that. But. Instead of communities of the size that we have them now, what we consider community, mm-hmm. you would have little factions of a hundred to one hundred fifty people all disagreeing because they all have different leadership and ideals and values, like. Um, yeah, by nature, p- potentially,
0: potentially, depending on, you know, because there, there's a, there's a way
1: we live in too close proximity. You can't put toothpaste back of the thing. So we, we have too much access to each other mm-hmm. to not desire widespread community. Mm-hmm. We're too close to do it in these small factions anymore. Mm. I do okay. I'm, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. That's why I'm just like, well, you know. What, how do I suppose? How am I supposed to say it? Nihilism. Uh, yeah, nihilism. Not man. nihilism. Are you sure?
0: I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm. I'm you know who we're to gonna be- ask? Please don't ask a robot. I am. <laughs> a robot that's been <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I think nihilism is. If I had to put money on it, I'm putting money on nihilism. You know, or like nihilist. Let's find as out. opposed to nihilist. Let's see if. That's but what I-, I think it's one of those things where either nihilism. Be- you're right. I'm, you're right. Mm-hmm. Nihilism. I'm usually right. Six. That's the thing.
1: Look at how you lie to these people. And oh, back man. to Giuliani.
0: Because
1: was... you finna okay. get started.
0: All right. So so you want to have the real conversation about Giuliani? About Giuliani in the 90s? He cleaned up New York. Sorry. If you had never been to New York before the late 90s, New York was Wild wild. Now I don't like the manner and you know I don't I don't like that there's a lot of people sitting in prison that probably didn't deserve to be in prison, people that have been traumatized throughout their entire whatever the case may be. But he cleaned up the city, man. The city was wild as fuck. The city was wild as fuck. Um and that and 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 I do give him credit for that. Now this new Giuliani motherfucker, I don't, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I like the motherfucker. Let's just be clear about that. I'm just saying that like a job needed to be done. He did do it. I don't like the methods of how it was done, but also nobody else was doing it. I don't know. It's a complicated thing. But go ahead, though, because you got the face on.
1: No, this is my thinking face. Okay. Um, I was born in 1989, bro, so, like, I don't have any. New York was a wild place. I don't have any reference for that. I disagree with you vehemently, but I don't have any facts. Yeah. I don't have anything. To, well, I have facts, but I can't argue with you that it got cleaner or it didn't. Mm. So I don't know that I'm qualified to rebut that, but mm. do know I disagree with you. But yeah, sure I, you do. I, I don't have, I have an emotional response, not an actual one. Yeah. So there's no point. I,
0: yeah. I think it's, it's one of those things where you got to talk to like, to me, in order to be really neutral, you got to talk to somebody who wasn't in the drug game.
1: Yeah. I'm not old enough to have this conversation. So
0: well, I'm just talking about people in general. Man. No, no. Like if, if, if if they, if
1: someone who was around is mm. better qualified than me to say whether or not you're right. Mm. And I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like I'm sorry for interrupting, but like you were saying, someone who simply lived there and who wasn't, who just wanted to go outside and go yeah. to the grocery store.
0: Yeah. My yeah. grandma was a school teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like she, like I, I don't think she's a full Giuliani supporter. But if you ask her the difference between 89 and 99 in New York, she gonna be like, nah, it's a huge difference. Yeah, you know, there was there was a point in time. You know, my my grandmother used to live in Saint Nick Terrace, uh, 136 in Saint Nick, Harlem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think that's I I, I want to say that's where um, Teddy Riley from.
1: My older brother used to live up there.
0: Okay, okay. On um, 51st in Saint Nick. So so, walking around in the 80s in Saint Nick Terrace, I remember my aunt Sandra, man, God bless the dead. I remember walking to the corner store with my aunt Sandra to get some some heroes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm and picking up a crack vial, right? And she had to like, this is the only, first and only time my aunt ever did anything like this to me. She smacked that shit out of my hand. And, you know, I'm talking, about I was probably like seven, eight. And she was like, if I ever see you pick up some shit like that, I'm talking about I ripped a hole of my ass yeah. to the point where it probably, I probably need to go through some sort of therapy just to unravel what happened in that moment. Yeah, You know what I mean? It was a very visceral response to me picking up a crack vial like, don't you ever in your fucking life, as long as I, I am your aunt, yeah. If I ever see that in your hand, it is going to be a problem. Yeah. And my aunt was all a hundred pounds soaking wet. You was know gonna say? beat your ass that bad. Yeah. I, and I believed every every minute yeah. of it. You know what I mean? That's what type of environment it was in the in the in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was crack everywhere. Whether you, a Virginia boy like me with no real exposure to it or whether you know imagine these kids that grow up in that you yeah. know what i mean like it was it was all over the fucking place and it's easy to say with the perspective of history and like understanding that you know when you cast out these nets to get a lot of fish you know you, you know you're you're not always getting the element that you're trying to get mm-hmm. but i think it looks different when you have a community of people that are real tax paying citizens and civilians going to their politicians saying, do something about these neighborhoods. I can't even walk to the grocery store, you know, and the politicians are responding to that as opposed to the, to of course the drug addicts ain't going to like it. Yeah. I mean, of course the drug dealers ain't going to like it yeah. and, and, and you know, and they're going to say a lot of things and they're going to feel a certain way, but that's how we got the crime bill. That's how we got the crack laws and all of that. It's, it's not so much, it ain't that just Joe Biden funky ass and, and you know, it, you know, came up and wrote the crime bill just out of thin air. No, like these are responses to communities saying, do something about our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And then these people come up with legislation. And of course the legislation doesn't work for everybody, right. especially in hindsight, when you're putting other human beings that are, you know, emotionally enraged about Edward Burns being killed because oh, that could be anybody, you know, they rally the fucking Wayne Jenkinses of yeah. the world. You know, those are the people that are really polluting the ecosystem. You know, because they abuse their fucking power, and then it makes the whole community say, wait a minute, did we do something wrong by you know what I'm saying? For vying for these people to get but it. You they,
1: can't put toothpaste back in the tube. You
0: can't. Yeah. But but also, you know, but like I feel there was one quote up here in this episode, and I can't remember the young lady, but she said I, I totally a, a thousand percent agree with how she worded this and how she felt. She was like. I wasn't scared of black people because I knew where to go and where not to go. Mm -hmm. I was scared of the police because they were everywhere. Yeah,
1: I remember her saying that too. I agree with that.
0: Now, that to me is the most efficient way to state what the problem is.
1: Because you know which niggas are scary. If you have a
0: certain sense of mind, That's what I mean
1: when I say I ain't scared of black people. Like, I know which black like, all right, y'all be cutting up.
0: Right. I agree. from you.
1: I agree. But y'all, y'all just be loud and honoring. All right, I got y'all. I agree. And if we all start cutting up, y'all gonna recognize that I'm not part of this too. I, I will give black folks that mm-hmm. they good about saying, "You need to go." They good about what you doing over here, like
0: maybe in back my then? in my
1: experience.
0: Yeah, well, in these, my
1: experience,
0: these niggas now is pulling up, uh, pulling up in neighborhoods just shooting guns.
1: you Char- cause they pussy,
0: uh, right? But that's. That's the other element of it. Is that- and
1: it's it's because and again this goes back to my hypocrisy about them glorifying stuff. They see it on TV and think it's cool and think shit's sweet and it's like you you ain't been a gangster your whole life ain't. ever. Now your name was Clarence. So you got real good parents, like, <laughs> right? But you so bad want to be oppressed like mm-hmm. all folks done went through to make sure you all right. Yeah. And you out here try to copy shit that people are faking anyway.
0: Yeah, man. It's um like
1: what is y'all doing?
0: For the love of money, man. You
1: not know? even money, not even money. Uh, like some of these young kids are just doing it just because.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I get what you saying. Yeah, I was speak, I was speaking to a different level, but yet, don't talk no, I'm
1: talking about these you. little niggas out here just wall. You. Like, what are y'all doing? Yeah,
0: every time I see like uh, uh fucking um uh, ring doorbell footage, uh, like some young niggas just running up in a neighborhood. <sighs> automatic weapons shooting just and spraying, spraying everything you like know. it's
1: babies out here dog like yeah. what are you doing
0: that's what i'm saying then somebody in the community and then going,
1: i bust you in your head from my house then what? now i'm wrong yeah. now i'm wrong
0: but but like like you know the again you start getting people in their 50s and 60s that live in these communities
1: who just want to walk their dog
0: and they and then they you know they 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 make an issue of it in city hall you know they say listen Somebody do something. These kids are out here shooting and killing people through the through the windows, yada yada yada. Because that's the complaints go up the chain, and up yeah. the chain looks like politicians. Yeah. Politicians is going to put the squeeze on law enforcement, and depending on how big their ass got chewed out, law enforcement is going to react viscerally.
1: You and know, well, I think and perpetuate may- a cycle. And maybe it is history that makes me hate Giuliani, and I'm right in my hate for Giuliani. But I have the the luxury of time in between yeah. and the luxury of seeing what happened and after the dust after the dust settled. Mm-hmm. Um I love to think that no, I would be so much more mindful and we would have better conversation about ways to treat it because these commu- stuff like this doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. There are ways to address it that actually fix the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I wouldn't feel the same, right? I don't know that even how I, the age that I am, even I was younger, mm-hmm. if I can't walk to the fucking corner store because I'm scared, like that's gonna bother me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I think you know. I I guess the sentiment I don't I don't have pushback on, but knowing the methods with with history and time in between, mm-hmm. and knowing the the fray and the fallout. Maybe makes it so my reaction so visceral, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that you know. Of course, I want people to live comfortably and safely, like where they you know you pay rent here, but it's have motherfucker Giuliani's, huh? Like,
0: man, that that's the that's the that's the law of averages, right there, man. And that's just universal law, dog.
1: He's like the captain of the football team in hell, bro. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, this you know this look at his face. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's a
1: really bad face.
0: It's disgusting.
1: A all the broken, liver spots and shit a
0: broken clock can be right two times a day you know what I mean and and, and for me it, that's what it is it's like to me what he did with with mafia and what he did with cleaning up the streets that was admirable to me those were things that were tangible in terms of change who he is now fuck that motherfucker
1: no who he was I mean? back then to me but again I had the luxury of time and space yeah, to, yeah, to see yeah. what he did and, and Afterwards, you
0: know, yeah, in history, I mean, it always gets painted depending on who's telling the story, it gets painted a certain way. No, but even
1: way, stop like, and frisk, I would have never agreed with. Stop and frisk makes a lot of sense. I'm sorry, you say so. I'm uh, not, yeah, we're not gonna it, have that conversation because yeah. I disagree, like that's and I get it. I get it, I, I
0: totally get it, you know. But it, you know, it makes a lot of sense, man. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. It's just, it just sucks that it affects one certain portion of people and and. You know, it's man, anyway, man. It's the law of averages, man. You the more you do, the more margin to fuck up. And that's I don't know, man. This shit is a headache. It's a headache thinking about it because everybody's so emotional about it, but it's really not that emotional. But um, let's get back on the motherfucking subject then, which is the Supreme team. What else happened in this episode that's worth talking about?
1: I guess that the next couple of episodes are they're taking they have taken us to the hip hop element of it. Yeah. Hopefully we're relieving a lot of the cause I'm trying to ingest less stuff like this as okay. far as like the the violence of it anyway. Um, so it feels like they're taking us into the hip hop influence and and how they shaped that, which is I'm interested in seeing. Because mm-hmm. again, I wasn't around then. So mm-hmm. like I can see it. When they start talking about all the different like Wu Tang lines and and Nas and all that shit, it's like, oh, I've heard that. Oh, I heard, I know Rakim said that, but oh, this is what he was talking about. Oh, okay, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like that's gonna add a lot of context, stuff like that.
0: So so do you so with rappers referencing Supreme Team, do you like is that like um I guess, you know, does that does that go into the perpetuation of like the legend of them? Cause that's something Prince talked about, right? Like mm-hmm. he said, like I did a lot of shit. Like I would, like basically they said when Preem went away and Prince took over, that nigga became Marla. Bar- mm-hmm. Body started dropping everywhere. Niggas was flying off rooftops. Because Preem
1: told him stop.
0: Yeah, he was like, "Relax, my nigga." Like we. No, we... he
1: told him to leave the game.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did tell him that, and he was like, "I'm not doing it." Started throwing niggas out windows, off buildings, having niggas killed. Left and right, that's how it seemed.
1: They thought he was Jadakiss.
0: But, <laughs> but Prince said he was like a lot of shit happened, but there's also a lot of shit that was fabricated that's in these streets that 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 they didn't really happen. Like I
1: believe was, that too. Right. I believe so, that.
0: You know, it's kind of hard to get down to the root of the real issues.
1: I also think rappers are liars, all of them. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's yeah. art. Say what you want to say.
0: I have a very, I have I, a. I get
1: why it's problematic, but dead. I'm saying as far as holding them to it, mm. um, as far as being let down mm. by it not being true, I assume you're all lying. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong; I agree that it can perpetuate some things that, like nigga, this is already bad enough. Why'd you embellish it? Mm. Like you didn't need to embellish nothing about the Supreme Team. You could have just told the truth, and it still would have been just as bad. Mm. But I just assume that they all lie, like it's art. Yeah. All art, all art isn't good. All art, all art does not have a positive effect. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I, I know how you get about it. I can see your face. I know. I, I told you. I'm, I'm growing to understand that side more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, rappers be lying. Yeah. They, so I never took it. I never assumed. I just thought the word supreme was fire. I thought they got them 5%. I'm not I'm not lying. Yeah. I well,
0: they thought did. they did that
1: right, but I thought that's what they were referencing. Oh. Okay. Cuz there's a bunch of niggas in a 5% who call themselves supreme, supreme whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like I I got five literally five friends named Prime. Right. Like
0: Yeah. Now that's real shit. Yeah, that now that the, the rappers like the lying rappers. See, it's a difference, man. They all lying. Right. And well, not, not all of them, but but
1: <laughs> all lying.
0: they all lie. There's a difference between reporting what happens in your
1: and glorifying it.
0: But glorifying and acting like you the you're the one. Yeah. Like there's a there's a huge difference. Like like the ability to talk about what's happening in these neighborhoods in a very like affluent way, very intelligent way. Like Nas. Nas did it and he was like James Baldwin I never believed Nas was talking about himself. Like he 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 talked about it like he was a kid watching it and you know watching it on the streets. You know what I mean? As opposed to like um I don't know. As opposed to like and and I and I even though I fuck with him, somebody like Cameron. Cameron was a lot of me, I, I, me, 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 I, 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 you know, um, which I believe some of the stuff that he, you know what I'm saying? Like I believe. But around some
1: Cameron's of it. time was around where rappers started trying to live their raps.
0: Yeah, and Cameron's probably a bad example because I believe he's he he a real hustler. So I so I believe yeah, but that a lot of that shit
1: lying too. A, he's he a, embellished,
0: of course, of course.
1: Niggas be liars, but
0: it be niggas that like didn't even touch the work that's lying.
1: Clarence.
0: Clarence, Oh, hey, real, had good, real parents. good parents. Right, right, right. Or what's what's a uh, homeboy Maurice from a uh, Snowfall? Remember the, the 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 boy I told you I started. I started fucking with his music in real oh, life. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. His character. You Einstein. Know what I mean? Einstein. No, 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 not Einstein. No,
1: Einstein wasn't rapping. That was, it, it was right. his name
0: was Maurice? Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Um, yeah, it's, there's a huge difference between those, you know, the people that actually were at least adjacent to it, and then the people that had nothing to do with nothing, but act like they were the, they were the number one, most biggest kingpins of all time. Yeah. Um, that's disgusting to me. But anyway, his rap. Yeah, it's it's hard to. I would get I I get why if there was any pride in it from from S- Supreme or from Prince's side and like how they how rappers speak about them. I I understand where that pride would come from
1: you know yeah I mean? but like I said I can this a little childish though I can get it mm-hmm. right like it's a like you said a billion dollar industry These are be rappers you enjoy you imprint it on an entire fucking sub-community, like, mm-hmm. you helped create it, but at what cost, right? Like, how much a dollar costs? Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, how much does a dollar cost for real? And I think people sometimes don't take into consideration the implication of that. Like, yeah, it's about some money you gotta get out, but mm-hmm. what's that worth to you, though? Like, for real?
0: Well, yeah, I know niggas like to laugh at Dame Dash, but he, he be trying to tell niggas, man, it's about, it's about honor. Like, the money is nothing. There's a lot of corny niggas with money. It's about the it's about integrity, man, and some of the things that like people that y'all consider like y'all favorite rappers and shit. When you strip down their morality, they don't have none, bro.
1: Someone being my favorite rapper don't make them a good person.
0: It really doesn't, but right? It, but
1: I don't think people think like that.
0: They don't. Like, like
1: no, no. I'm telling. I I'm disagreeing with you. Okay. I don't think that. I think a lot of times people hear, oh, I love this rapper. It makes you think I love that person. Nah, I don't know that nigga. I like his raps.
0: Oh nah, nigga Hove is a whole Jesus Christ out. Hove here. is
1: these niggas daddy, and that's crazy. You see
0: what I'm saying? Well,
1: so, I don't know enough about him to say he got bad morals either. And I know that Dame is emotionally invested in that. So I don't I don't listen to neither of them niggas talk about each other.
0: So, so and and mind you, I don't have a dog in either race. Like, you know what I'm saying, at all. But Dame said something to me that opened my eyes to where the dissension probably began with Aaliyah. The whole thing about like- um,
1: They were all trying to fuck on a child.
0: No, no, not even that. Not even that. Because, I mean, she was grown by the time she was in a relationship with, with Dame Dash. No, she was grown by the time she was in a relationship with Dame Dash. The problem was the same time he was dating Aaliyah, this is when Hove was doing these Best of Both World albums with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Dame was like, fam, you you know what he did to her, right? And hover, okay, that that ain't my problem. I'm making albums with the nigga. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Once he kind of laid that out, I understood completely where the dissension was. Because because now this is not about money at this point. Like you're not, if you're telling you're trying to convince me that you need the money, and that's why you're gonna ignore this because this is about the money to you, then we're two totally different people. Mm-hmm. See, like for me, if okay. I'm, if, and God, God bless. I don't want to, if this is going to open up a trauma, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to illustrate a point. We do this podcast together. Mm-hmm. I consider you a friend. Mm-hmm. If you told me that somebody I was about to do a business venture with had raped you, I'm not doing that business venture no more. Right. Because I value you. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about, you you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. If I were to do that venture, you would feel a certain way about I me, right? I
1: never talk to you again. You'd be dead.
0: Then you get it. Yeah. Then you get the dissension. But no, I
1: mean, I'm just not invested in that.
0: Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Yeah, no I dog don't, in the race, but.
1: Especially because that point standalone. Mm-hmm. Of course I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. But Dame Dash be wilding. So I just. Yeah. so Sometimes the messenger does matter. Well, yeah. Like sometimes people. No, think, the
0: messenger matters a lot. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Dame Dash be wilding. Yeah. And the sad part is he be right a lot.
0: But because he always
1: time. wilding, it'd be like, nigga, shut up.
0: That'd be the part, man. That'd be the part that you that, that niggas you be just
1: punched <laughs> be shooting themselves in the foot. Like, just have somebody write this down for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, That'd be the part that I wish he could figure out, man, because
1: he's not he, he Dames Robins, he's not good at people. Yeah. He's not. He is not. He mm-hmm. he's one of those people who thinks who because they are probably of above average intelligence. Mm-hmm have no idea how to deal with people they claim to want to lead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's part of being a leader.
0: <laughs> that's a huge part of being I'm
1: not following nobody who wouldn't have followed me. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. If you so busy telling me how much better you are than me, nigga, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Nah, it's it's yeah, it's very complex, man.
1: Well, it's, that's hard. start sorry to that man. Yeah. How do we we keep, like, this it's so crazy.
0: It's so crazy. We're just not even talking nothing this about the This is what movie. you do is what I do.
1: I have learned just to let it flow how it's going to flow.
0: Damn, fam. So Sterling Johnson, the guy who was uh, the 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 black dude, he's the one who kind of set it all off. I don't know, what, what was he? He was some part of some federal task force, right? Oh. So the guy who lived the, like three the blocks big away from...
1: Ah, uh, the, the judge, yes. Oh, he was
0: a judge, okay. Yes. Yeah. And he was
1: super hard on them and the dude found out on while they were recording that he lived three blocks up from pre and he was like, "That's why he was on it, cause he was right here in our neighborhood." Yep. Yeah, nigga, somebody felt this. Like, yeah,
0: you don't shit where you eat, bro. You not
1: know even what I'm just that, like shit
0: where you sleep, I mean, nigga.
1: Look what you're doing. Yeah, look what you're doing.
0: You're way too loud.
1: No, not even that. Look what you're doing. Not even about being loud. You, you're ruining this neighborhood. Oh, I got you. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm a judge and live here. I'm finna get you out the pain. The yeah. fuck. But I can even agree with him getting out of the paint. Like, he didn't go fucking extra. Like, that nigga's not in jail no more. You see what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. He got a pow-pow. Like, hey, stop. Yeah. Like, right. it's drugs. He won't fucking murder
0: everybody. Like, right. Yeah, man. Um. So I just thought that was interesting because... He uh, he, he used to be a
1: gangster, up. apparently.
0: Yeah, seven crime. No, 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 not him. That was Eric Adams. No, he. No, oh, I'm he talking about Sterling.
1: When he said, "When I used to go get my haircut," oh yeah, yeah I told yeah, yeah. my barber, "Do not turn me around. Yeah. Make sure I'm always facing the door." <laughs> and he kept that thing under yeah. the barber cake.
0: Yeah, He's smart for that. Listen, shit, you don't get because I think he's the one that got the death threats from the cartel, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think he. I think they said that in episode one. He was the one getting death threats from the cartel, so shit. You cartel gotta,
1: mean that shit. It's not a threat, baby. They're yeah, looking for you.
0: you shit, he's still allowed to talk about it, so they dropped the
1: ball. Listen.
0: I mean, respectfully, because I don't, right. want, no, I don't Listen, want no smoke no Listen, he said no that, I ain't that. I
1: ain't no say that. No smoke. I respect. What's a cartel?
0: Yeah. Mm. All right, so Giuliani era hip hop. Um, that's where it seems like it's going now. Yeah. yeah. Preem's about to get out of prison. He has studied very well the language of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And basically, we know, you know, he gets out. I mean, well, anybody who doesn't know, and I I, I
1: only know. know a little
0: bit, right? Yeah. He, oh, you said you don't know? Mm-mm. Okay, so Preen got out and got hooked into Murder, Inc., Hmm. So when Murder Inc had those issues with the, this feds. is the
1: Fifty Beef. Got it. Exactly. So that's Got where it. we're going. I did in know this that Preem was part of the Fifty Beef. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, Supreme apparently allegedly had something to do with 50 his father's shot murder up. Or,
1: well, you know, or Fifty his, getting his shot up. His mother's murder. His mother's murder. Okay. Yeah,
0: his mother's murder and then Fifty getting shot up. Um, allegedly. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to get into all the details here, but for sure, what I do know is that, you know, Preem is back in prison. Yeah. And it was on, like, I think racketeering cases. It was the Murder ink shit, wasn't it? Yeah, with the Murder ink shit. Yeah. So that's how Murder Inc. went down. Yeah. Murder Inc. went under investigation for a bunch of money laundering. Because
1: you're too close to Preem. Like, niggas is dumb. But
0: they beat the feds because, you know, the feds couldn't prove that there was yeah. any ties to money laundering. However, Preem still got knocked off of, you know, probably racketeering and maybe some murders or whatever the case may be. Maybe some murders. Yeah. I mean, you, See, you just don't get that big without dropping bodies, man. Um, and I don't know if he's allegedly supposed to be behind what happened to Jam Master J either. I, I don't wanna spread like false mm-hmm. false stories, but I know the legend of Preem was very much hooked into... Why would into... someone
1: want to shoot Jam Master J? never understood that.
0: I always heard Jam Master J was, was he was he was he was a gangster nigga, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was just a he was a gangster nigga that just happened to be DJ. Mm. You know, but you know, also that's the thing, man. You you know, like you know, rap pay the bills, man. But there's a different currency that makes sense in the streets, man. You know what I mean? Is you know sometimes it's the money, sometimes it's the power. You know, and sometimes that power come along with you having to do certain things, man. So, man, I guess. Um, but yeah, nah. It, you know, it could have been jealousy. It could have been a multitude of reasons why James Master J got shot. I don't know. Um, I think I I feel like they just f- solved who killed him, like within the last few years. Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like there was some movement on that. But well, I could be wrong. But um, yeah, man. So that's where it seems like it's going. Preem gets out, probably gonna get on his Suge Knight shit. Yeah. You know, putting, you know, putting money into the industry. Um, putting hot money in the industry, and dad going, you know, popping off careers. Yeah. Um
1: ja Rule. Who would have thought he was a real gangster? Yeah. Not me.
0: I don't. All these yeah. niggas are liars. You get real gangster out of Ja
1: Rule? I was being funny.
0: Oh, okay, okay. All these niggas are lying. Yeah, that's real. I was being funny. Oh, uh, I I did like how Prince's wife was speaking about Prince though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree with you, she's a very pretty woman. And um I, I just like the way that she presents, man. Like she's just on some like She know,
1: understood what she married into. She
0: understood yeah. it it seemed like she holds her man down even now i mean she probably in a whole different relationship and some more shit mm-hmm. but she still speaks admirably about prince you know um the you know she she talks about the best parts of him you know the you know him wanting to make sure that we were okay and that i was dressed when these cops goddamn raided our shit and um so so you have to be a certain type of character for you know a woman that doesn't have to say anything nice about you to say something nice about you even in your absence. I mean, I think that says a lot about who he was at home, you know. Which is what his his apprentice was trying to say, ultimately, is that mm-hmm. like, y'all niggas talk about all this and all that, but at 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 the house, it wasn't none of that.
1: Yeah, but I think, yeah, in the house, cool, but when you leave a house, look what you do in everybody else's house. I know. <laughs>
0: I know, man. But
1: How much a dollar costs? Yeah,
0: shit costs your soul, baby.
1: Yeah.
0: costs your soul Lord it can. Anything else we want to cover in this?
1: No. I think we hit it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we hit it, man. I'm excited to watch episode three. You know, obviously we're a little bit behind. You know, episode one, two, and three have been out for like almost two weeks now, but we are doing one episode at a time. We're yeah. Not, not jumbling them together. So unfortunately, we're going to be behind a little bit.
1: Y'all will be fine.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh uh, shit, you want to get my social six?
1: Yes. On Twitter we are Grams of Snowpod on in- No, I think that's wrong. Sorry. No, on Twitter we are Grams of Snow. Okay. On Instagram we are Grams of Snowpod. Um, come chat with us. Let's talk about it. What do you want to see here next? Yeah, I
0: haven't been on, I haven't been posting uh, content in a while. You've been on it? I haven't even been checking.
1: Um, I've been on Twitter a bit. You, you know, I, I'm usually better at Twitter. Okay. Um, Not really Instagram because mm. you're better at the content over there. Okay. Maybe we should divvy it up that way.
0: I'm not mad at it. Because
1: you're better at Instagram content mm. and I feel like I'm funnier than you.
0: <laughs> so You funny,
1: all right. Oh, no, nah, I I know. I know. <laughs>
0: Nah, you, yeah, you funnier than me, man. You got
1: it. Um, At least in Twitter speak. How's that?
0: Nah, I'm, you're funnier in general. Just you have I'm funny
1: to you. I amuse you. Yeah. My fucking clown.
0: Yeah. yeah, you're funny. You're a funny, how? funny
1: guy. Funny how?
0: Yeah, like you, like you amuse me. Yeah, I exactly you? like you just said. Huh? Like you're a clown. My you fucking to amuse clown me. to you?
1: <laughs> when I shoot you in your foot, don't say that to me. Uh, no, I'm going to say something to you. <laughs> what happened after <laughs> you said something? Exactly. I'ma Close out this damn show.
0: I'm going to say, what God damn, have sidekick you with the, with the good foot. Please.
1: Anyway. Exactly.
0: We'll be back next week. Episode three of The Supreme Team on Showtime by
1: bye Nasir friends.
0: Jones. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, bye yeah. Nas. Bye, friends. <laughs> bye, Nas. You should
0: holler at him. Please. This has been an On Air Network production.